Hello, hello, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about some quick get ready tips for new moms. Doula Dangling is not meant for medical advice. If you have a medical condition, please contact your care provider. Hi, everybody. I'm here with my sister, Natasha. It's your doula, Ashley. Sorry, the sound is crazy. We, My house is just like full of sickness and germs. And so we're doing this over Zoom. This is the first time we've done it. So bear with us. We're doing our best. And um, hopefully we're all better soon. We've had like cold. Everybody gets better. One day later, somebody else gets something. <laughs> it's been out of control. I miss you. I miss you so much. This is I, like the longest I've ever not seen you in my whole life. <laughs> I know. Well, the longest we when we live to get like close by each other. Uh-huh. It sucks. I don't and like I feel like even when I was... I know. Even when we lived in different states, though, I feel like I was in LA every month. So maybe we never have been this long apart. I know. It's been so long because, like, we were ahead of our other episodes and we were, like, doing great. We had, like, some in the bank and we were like, wow, this is, like, going so well. And then my family has been so sick for so long. Like, it's been like a month. I've been trapped in my house. It's like quarantine all over again. It sucks. There's always a kid sick. So far, I haven't really gotten anything, which has been nice, but my kids are just like in preschool again. I feel like everybody's kids are just getting the weirdest sicknesses right now. It's crazy. I know. But I miss you so much. I miss I know. everybody. It's I just so miss like, sad. I miss civilization. Yeah, you've had a tough go of it this last month. It, it sucks because, like, I feel. I don't know, when you first got sick, like when your family first got sick, it was when we usually record and it was like, oh, it's okay. We have a couple extra podcasts. So like we have some wiggle room and then those came and went and we're like, oh shoot, what are we going to do? I know. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll be done in a week. No big deal. And then it never ended. (laughs) But this will be good. It's good to figure out like a distance recording also maybe this will sound amazing and every this will be everyone's favorite one <laughs> well I can hear it in my headphones and let me tell you it's not gonna sound amazing but that's okay <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing is is like I use these headphones for meetings on the reg and Audio has never sounded so bad. Like, I don't know what's going on. That's terrible. Like, just even on a regular meeting, it's way better than this. I know. So we're sorry, but I I don't know what to do, honestly. Like, I'm just learning as I go with podcasting, and here we are. So today, we're going to talk about some get-ready-quick tips. Because I feel like when you're a mom, especially a new mom... You have to learn how to get ready really fast if you want to feel and look put together. Let me just preface that with, do I think you always have to look good and like, you know, look your best? No, I don't because some days I don't want to and that's fine. And I think that's great. But when I do get ready, I do feel better and I feel just like more like myself. So I'm going to give you some tips. We're going to talk about how to make it quick and easy. And so that way, if you do decide that you want to get ready that day, or you you want to actually do your hair and makeup that day, you'll know how to do it quickly. So that way 
you're not spending an hour getting ready while your baby's like doing whatever. And, you know, you can feel like you can do both things at the same time. Yeah. And I'd like to share an example of how you don't get ready every day. Um, the other day, <laughs> Ashley said, Wait, what picture. is this? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? No, just kidding. Go for it. I have no clue. The other day, <laughs> the other day, Ashley sent a picture to me and my mom. <laughs> and she was wearing, she's like, I'm going to pick up my child in this outfit. <laughs> She was wearing leather, or not leather, leopard leggings, red, thick, like cozy socks up to her knees outside of the leggings, (laughs) (laughs) Ugg slippers, (laughs) (laughs) and like, just like a t-shirt, and I think a hat, and I was like, Ashley, you're going to embarrass your kids, and she's like, I don't get out of the car, they won't see any of this. I know, but then and I then was she's like, was- "Oh wait, I need to take my other daughter to sports." <laughs> it was just a day where, like, I was so I'm just so tired of just like taking care of sick people. Like, I don't have the energy for anything else, and so that's how I I really did that. I went to go pick up my kids. <laughs> And I'm sure any person who's like listening, who's on their second kid is like, yeah, that's not a big deal. I don't know why she's laughing. (laughs) It was just like, you know, I don't look at myself in the mirror a lot during the day. And I had, I glanced at myself before leaving the house and I was like, oh, this is a good one. (laughs) So funny. It's always the socks with you. You always wear like these crazy cozy socks. Because my feet are always so cold and I hate being barefoot so much. I hate it. I always have to have like a sock or a slipper or a shoe. Like I cannot be barefoot. Drives me crazy. That's the opposite of me. Really? Yeah. I feel like I, I mean, I can't sleep in socks no matter how cold it is. That's why I shower at night. So I come in warm and I don't have to wear socks. I hate it. I have to wear socks. Okay. So that's our, that's our truth. Also, I'm sitting here recording this podcast with wet hair and a robe. So <laughs> I haven't gotten ready yet today either. It's all good. Like, but I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm waiting for these tips so that I'm going to get ready really fast <laughs> for the day. So Natasha, I just want to ask, like, you've seen my progression, obviously. You saw me as a new mom. You saw me as a more seasoned mom. I want to say old mom because like so rude, but, um, what, what have you noticed about my progression as far as like my appearance? Oh, interesting question. Okay. So before you had kids, you were like the biggest sex pot ever. (laughs) Like you guys, one time, so she's a couple years older than me. One time she came to pick me up from high school or something and she was wearing like a tiny mini skirt plaid mini skirt with like chain like platform combat boots and a crop top and she had like big curly hair and that many guys have never spoken to me in a day in my life (laughs) (laughs) everyone's like whoa is that your sister like everyone was obsessed with her so she went from that to the second she became a mom was like I'm wearing cardigans and like well, no, when I got married I changed the other way. 
when I got married, I changed because Willis is always like, why don't you dress like that anymore? I'm like, I'm a married woman. I'm not dressing like that. <laughs> and then I just took it like another level once I had kids. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I mean, as we've shared, like her, both of her birth experiences were fairly traumatic. Um, and so I think it was just like all in on baby care and like, nothing else like that was number one so she definitely didn't put herself first for many years and then when the kids were like toddler age you started to be like okay who who this <laughs> like what's going on here? Who this? and then you started to like look like you were in a magazine <laughs> like Whoa, you would wear like mean? maxi dresses like, remember, okay, I'm thinking specifically of this one um, picture I took with you and your daughter making tortillas. That's And, like, I know, just, like, you would wear a lot of maxi dresses and, like, you looked cute and, like, flowy and easy. And then you got a third kid. <laughs> Dial downgraded a bit. (laughs) (laughs) And then you became really functional. And then you started like dressing like a mom. Like, I think you always call it like your uniform, like leggings, like workout mom. And and then you kind of have like evened out to like cool mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely been a progression. And it's funny to look at pictures of when the kids were little and how how I looked and how I took care of myself and all those things. And I think when I first had kids, I was kind of kind of trying to play a part, if that makes sense. Like I'm like, okay, this is what mm-hmm. in my mind I see a mom looking like. So this is what I'm gonna look like. And like I just I wanted like that. I just wanted to be what I imagined a mom to be. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of lost myself a little bit then and, you know, would find myself over and over again and find deeper versions of myself, more mature versions of myself, more responsible versions of myself as time went on. But I think like my baseline of like what I want my face to look like, what I want my hair to look like has pretty much always stayed the same. Yeah. I feel like we used to talk a lot about like, I, like you would always be like, I don't know what my style is. And I've always known kind of exactly what I wanted to dress like. And you're like, like how do you know? It's just like, well, just wear what you feel. And I feel like, I think that's a good point of like playing a part. Like, I think you've always wanted to wear what you thought you were supposed to wear. For sure. Instead of like what you wanted. And I think in these last couple of years, I'm actually really proud of you. These last couple of years, you've really been like, this is me, who cares? And like embrace everything that is you. And you just seem so much more comfortable in your skin overall. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. That means a lot because I've really, really worked hard on it because it didn't come easy. So thank you. Okay. So through your journey of what it is to be a mom in your head and what you thought you needed to look like versus where you ended up now kind of what were some of the things that worked and things you've learned and things that you never want to do again? 
So I think the key is have stuff that multitasks for you. Because when you're when you're a new mom, everything's happening, you're busy, you're tired, all of that stuff. It's really important to have products that do double duty. Like you don't have time to put every single product on your face. You got to get it, get in, get it done. I I, tr- I don't really use concealer because that's just an extra step. I don't use primer. That's just an extra step. I've never, I've personally, I've known people say they love primer. I've personally never noticed a difference. I don't get it. Yeah. But so I use a full coverage foundation with SPF that moisturizes my skin. So in the mornings, when I get up, I put that on and then I'm ready to go. <laughs> like I don't, like <laughs> full coverage, you don't need foundation, you don't need concealer because it covers pretty much everything. You get the SPF, you don't need a sunscreen and it's moisturizing, don't need a moisturizer. One step out the door. Another thing I was going to say is like, doing those things that kind of last a long time too. Like I love doing eyebrow tint because then I don't need to fill in my eyebrows for a few days because I have no eyebrows. You have beautiful eyebrows, but I have like patchy thin ones. No, I still need to. I will not leave the house without my eyebrows filled in. I know. I always feel Oh yeah, because you started doing that thing. (laughs) Okay, you guys, hear me out. So I, I tried eyebrow lamination. But like, I like doing everything at home. I hate going somewhere to get my stuff done. I do my nails. I do my own hair. I do my own everything. Just because like, I don't have the patience to sit there, make an appointment. Like I don't, I just hate it. So I tried my own eyebrow lamination and my eyebrows like fell out. Like half of my eyebrows just like melted off. So now I don't have I have a little bit, but and after she and after she did it, we were all like, mm, "We don't really like it because she has such great eyebrows naturally." And like we're like, "Why are you why like do what you want?" But like we don't love it. And she just like kept doing it a couple times, and then she's like, "Oh wait, <laughs> yeah." Okay. But that happened to me with hair straightener too. My hair started falling out. Remember? And you're like, "You need to stop. Your hair is so thin." Yeah. I was addicted. I just love that look, the laminated eyebrows. But yeah, I apparently um, that home kit was a little risky for me. So I have to fill my eyebrows back. in. Yeah, they'll, it'll be fine. I'm not worried about it. I just draw them in for now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I yeah, the the tint, there's a, a tint that we use from, how do you say it? Etude House. It's like a Korean brand. E-T-U-D-E, and um, it looks crazy when you put it on, but then it does tint them for quite a while. It's so funny. Every time we have them on, like, because I'll just put it on and go to Ashley's house. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) But both of our partners are always like, oh, why are you yelling at me? Yeah, because you look so angry. Black, sharpie eyebrows on. (laughs) Yeah, tinting eyebrows is great because if I have my eyebrows like filled in or tinted, then I can just like do a little under eye concealer, put a blush, lip gloss, I'm done. Like mm-hmm. it's just enough to look like you're awake. So if you yeah, don't want to do like, natural, yeah. So if you don't want to do like a full face of um, foundation, that's a really good tip. Just have your eyebrows filled in, put some blush and lip gloss on. 
But the thing is, I feel like sometimes natural makeup takes so much longer to look decent than a more heavy look. Because like I could do a smoky eye in one second. Like I just draw on eyeliner and then smudge it and I'm done. Mm-hmm. Or like you can just do eyeliner and a red lip and you look like very fancy. Yeah, like I feel like that's sometimes easier than trying to look natural for me. Back to like products, double duty. I also make sure that my bronzer can work as a contour color. So that way I just like get a brush and I contour in like one second with my brush. Add some blush. That's really quick. You guys, I feel like. I feel like we need to post a video of you doing your makeup because I always laugh when you do your makeup because you do it like so a, fast. A whirlwind. I get ready in 10 minutes, but like watching you get ready, I always laugh because the way you do the, your brush is so fast. It is. It is. It's like, I think it's like three minutes I get do my makeup with like, yeah, cons- like foundation, thing. like contour, blush eyeshadow everything depending on your skin tone like I don't use bronzer because it makes me look like I have like just melasma like it never like goes on right so I'll just use a blush but my blush and eyeshadow are the same color so I use the same thing for my my blush is kind of like more of a bronzier like sun-kissed vibe and I can use that as eyeshadow and blush yeah, that's smart. so. That's my fast one. I always make sure that my lips, lip stuff, like I use a tinted lip balm a lot because if I'm gonna put lip balm on, it might as well make me look cute. Like I might as well just have it do both. <laughs> so I always have. I don't buy regular lip balm. It's always like tinted lip balm or like a cute gloss that moisturizes, like something. What a dream! My lips have been so dry. I haven't been able to wear lipstick in so long. If I put a mask on, when I take that mask off, my lips are just all peely and gross. So we got the foundation, the double duty products. Yeah. Also like mascara. Oh. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. I was going to say mascara. Go ahead. What were you going to say about mascara? Oh, I was going to say, depending on your eye type and eyelash type, you don't always need both. Like. I have no eyelashes. Obviously, we're coming with a trend here. I have very little hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, my eyelashes are so short that, like, putting mascara on is such, like, I mean, that's the, like, primer version for me. Like, there's, it doesn't do anything. It's just, like, feel fancy. So, I only wear eyeliner and I don't wear mascara. It's a waste of time. And I never wear eyeliner, pretty much. I only wear mascara. That's a good tip. Find which one works for you. Which one gives you the most bang for your buck and then just get rid of the other one. Because sometimes if I do my, um, I'll do my mascara, but I'll tight line, which is where you get just like a tiny bit on your um, eyelid. So it kind of mimics eyeliner a little bit. So I'll just like wiggle it down at the base so it gets on my eyelid. And then it gives me a more, a thicker eyelash kind of lined look I used to use one and it started to I started getting a little bit itchy eyes my eyes are so sensitive but what was it IT is it IT or it cosmetics it I think 
It Cosmetics. I love a lot of their stuff. Um, that's the my the eyebrow thing I use. But they have um, a mascara that's like the wand is designed to do that. So it's like super thin with like brushes on half. So you can like get it in on your eyeliner and then like turn it and brush your lashes up. And that I remember working really well. That's cool. I also don't use an eyelash curler. I'm too scared of them. I just like if I go slow and turn the eye the mascara wand while I'm going, then it will curl them by itself. Also, if you just sleep in a way where you're like smushed your face on a pillow, <laughs> <laughs> then it's like they're already up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sleep with your face in the pillow. <laughs> Don't do that. You can't breathe. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you'll look great. <laughs> but you're dead. <laughs> but you're dead. Oh my gosh. Okay, what are some other hot tips? Um, um let's move on to hair. Okay. Here's my tip. I do my hair like once a week and I just make it last for as many days as possible. What do you do? Dry shampoo? So here's my, here's my, uh, routine. So I'll do my hair the first day. It's bouncy. It's beautiful. It's done. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not that great at hair. It looks fine. So then the next day, (laughs) the next day, it's it still looks fine, but now it's a more textured look. So then I rock that, and um, then the next day, it's kind of needs some dry shampoo. So I'll put some dry shampoo in, and depending on how it looks down, I might put a headband in. Like the headband always saves me from looking gross. So if you ever see me with a headband, it's because my hair's old. Um, You're like that's day three. Yeah, that's the tip. So if your hair is starting to look gross, put in a headband. Then the next day I do an updo. And then that pretty much gets me through the week. And then I'll just have like regular hair on like two days a week to give my hair a break. Because I usually heat style it. So if I like mm-hmm. straighten it or curl it. it sounds, yeah, but if you're only heat styling once a week anyway. Yeah, I only heat style once a week. So it's not too bad. And then, but I still feel, I don't know. I feel like my hair needs a break. I don't know. Yeah, you have excellent hair. Okay, so um, here's the other side of the coin. My hair is, um, to keep on theme, thin, (laughs) really dry. (laughs) And it's too thin to put in a ponytail. It looks so sad if it's in a ponytail. But, like, the longer I go without doing it, the drier the ends get. So I can only get probably three days in without a heat style. We have opposite hair. So when something doesn't work for you, it's usually good for me. Um, Okay. So my thing is I wash my hair. I have to wash my hair every three days. And day one, I'll do it cute. And then day two, I do it. I don't heat style it, but... I have to like sometimes I'll have to like fix it a little bit and 
Then the third day, it's a low ponytail. And the low ponytail day, I do, um, instead of gel, I'll use a leave-in conditioner. As like So I could like go to work with a treatment in, and no one's got to know about it. Smart. So I don't know why, like the longer, I wonder if it's just like the conditioner wear losing its luster, but like day three, my hair is a nest. Like it looks like hay. But can't you add like some sort of like serum or oil or something in it or no? I can't really use oil because my hair is so thin that like it looks, even if I use like a tiny amount, if I use too little, it doesn't do anything. And if I use too much, it looks wet. Like it's kind of tough. I feel like there's got to be some sort of like moisturizing something you could put on in between heat styles. I haven't found any and you know how much I love samples. So I've been trying a lot of stuff, but I don't know. So far, the bun is working day three. (laughs) You are really good at making a cute, messy bun. I've been actually doing like a sleek middle part, low bun, like a a loop, like not even a bun, just like, you know, those loops. And then I put earrings on. So like fancy. So that's a good idea. Maybe I'll add that into the mix. <laughs> yeah, that would actually probably be cute on you. Because you can actually do a low ponytail. But three days is still pretty good. Yeah. And, I mean, if I wanted to use a dry shampoo and do more heat styling on day three, I could probably get away with it. Also, I've been doing, like, a sum up, like, sum up, and then I'll do that in a messy bun, and then the rest down, and that's a cute look. Oh, also. that's cute. Yeah, I just make it last as long as possible Mm -hmm. but that being said we don't work out I mean we I like I don't sweat when I work out like I don't do a high intensity workout so if you are somebody who is going for like runs every day or something like you have to wash your hair yeah that's true so in that case I would if I were like working out hard every day then I would figure out my like hair uniform because like you have like your clothing uniform you have your hair uniform so then it's just like you get so fast and efficient at it because you're just doing it all the time but it makes you feel good and confident and comfortable that's what I would do yeah and if I was working out every day I would get myself an award and (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly you deserve a medal okay let's talk about this uniform idea because I do really like that because even like not leaving the house every day I used to be so fast at doing my eyeliner and now I need like complete quiet like no one breathes in the room like I'm doing liquid liner and if anybody walks in the background I'll like ruin everything like when you do something every day the same way it's so easy and fast and when you like save makeup for a special occasion or whatever, like it becomes burdensome and it feels like, oh, it's too much. So like picking a couple things that you do always makes them so fast. That's so true. And it might seem like when you first start, it might seem like a headache or a hassle, but it really is going to make it so much easier on you in the long run if you like wearing makeup and, and doing your hair every day. Because some people don't like it. That's cool. I like makeup. I think it's really fun. Um, And I don't wear makeup as a mask, 
Like I don't try to hide behind makeup because I'm fine with people seeing me without it. But like, I really think it's fun. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I wonder where I stand on that because I do not want people to see me without my eyebrows. And they're not even that bad. But if I ever leave the house, I'll wear concealer and eyebrows. Is that because you're worried what people will think about you or just because you want to put your best foot forward? Um, Because I, I guess what I think what people will think because those are the days that I'm going to run into somebody I know. So I'm like, I don't throw my eyebrows and see someone. <laughs> I guess it's kind of both. If I'm, that's the thing. Like if I'm going to see a bunch of strangers, I don't mind. So I guess it is for them, not for me. Because if it's someone I know, I'm like, oh, they're like, what's wrong with her? Is she sick or sad? And if it's like, oh, you I guess that's something I need to work on internally. Yeah. Yeah, never say that to anyone. It's so rude. Unless you're giving them um, (laughs) a spa gift card. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You can only say that if you have Mm -hmm. a spa gift card ready to give them. I like that. Or when people say, are you sick? Oh, yeah. They're like, um, no, I just didn't put eyeliner on today, so my eyes look a little sucky. <laughs> yeah, you jerk. <laughs> you could just say, how are you? And then they'll tell you. What <laughs> how about that? So for the uniform, yeah, like, Doing at least a little something every single day will make it so fast and so much easier in the long run. So if you like are good at makeup and hair before having a baby, it won't be a big deal. It'll just come naturally. But like if you're not that type but you want to start, that's an interesting thought. <laughs> that's not that crazy. Like if you felt really sexy and beautiful naturally before you had kids and right now you're in kind of like a transition mode where you like feel gross and like that your body and sexuality are not your own. Like maybe you do want to like throw on some eyeliner. You're right. Okay. I don't cool. think that's crazy. Cause I, when I was saying, I was like, I don't know. Do people want to do that? I have no idea. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. Whatever you want to do is fine. Who cares? Yeah, I'm very much for that. Who cares about them? Yeah, I'm very much for just doing your own thing. Like, if you do feel like you want to start wearing makeup after having kids, just start small. Like, do mascara or do eyeliner just like every day. Just do it and you'll get really, really fast at it. Then you can add something else if you want. You know what I mean? And you just keep, keep going that way. I've talked to you, Natasha, about this quite a bit. Like, Moms look a certain way for a reason a lot of the time. We don't wear hair down that much because babies pull our hair and it hurts. So we put it up in the, the quote, mom bun. Or we don't wear jewelry because babies try to rip it out. Or we wear um, leggings or like comfy pants and clothes because we're constantly bending down and picking things up and, you know, all that stuff. So there is like just like a practical look that moms have but making it feel good as well as be functional is the key and I think you can just play around with what that means for you I think you say like there's reasons why people have like this mom look but there's also what you like as a person and like throughout your journey you'll figure out what works and what doesn't based on what you want to look like and what 
is like fun, the most functional. Perfect. Finding what that means means you might have to experiment a little bit and that's okay. Try different things with your hair. See if it works. If, see if it's functional. See if it's practical. Try, you know, different things with your makeup if you want to wear that. You might not want a full face of makeup because then it gets on your baby. You know, like there are different things that you have to think about once you have a kid as far as your look. And then we're clothes, you know, wearing a mini skirt is probably not the most practical thing when you're you're crawling around trying to, you know, play with your eight-month-old on the floor. You know what I mean? There are different things that you have to do to be functional and practical. But those can, those things can also look and feel really good too. Okay, so what's your uniform, and how has it evolved? Well, my uniform now is totally different because my kids are older, and so I'm not chasing them around. I'm not crawling on the floor with them. I'm not picking them up all the time. So I can wear whatever I want as long as I feel good in it. So now yeah. that they're older it's really fun because I can kind of experiment even more so and kind of wear things that I see that are trendy or or different things like that, because it doesn't matter how practical it is. As long as I think it's cute and comfortable, I can wear it. But when they were little, like maxi dresses were great. I loved wearing a maxi dress because you could throw that on. You can still get down on the floor without showing your underwear to everyone. And it's still, it was like quick and easy. It was like the quickest outfit you could put on. It was super comfy and it just made you look put together like with a split second. So I loved maxi dresses for that reason. Mm-hmm. And then just like pants and a top. I liked when my kids were really like babies and I was holding them a lot. I liked wearing shirts that didn't have buttons or zippers or anything like that because I didn't want it to like be uncomfortable for them. So those types of tops, you can find cute stuff that doesn't have buttons or zip and then make sure your pants are, have a little give like jeans, jeans. I couldn't wear those because there was too much getting up and down and like, it's just didn't work. And when you were having kids, low rise jeans were. Yeah. But even high rise jeans, like that's hard to get up and down in for me, maybe mine are too tight. (laughs) (laughs) And then shoes. I used to always wear heels before kids. I wore heels every single day. That's just, that was what I liked. It's like my body adjusted. So I couldn't even walk in flats anymore. (laughs) So I was just so used to wearing heels. And then after I had babies, I was scared that I would trip or fall. Like it, it, like it, changed the way I saw footwear. And so then I just wore flats all the time and it was great. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. What are some tips? Cause I do think a lot of new moms are trying to like wear soft stuff for their kids, but also breastfeeding. What are some like shirt styles that worked for you trying to stay away from zippers and buttons, but still have booby access? Oh, great. Anything with like a V-neck was great because I could just scoop the V-neck under my boob and and do that. Or anything with like a loose strap, you know, or if it was cold, I would just wear like a nursing tank. So that way I could cover my stomach when I was breastfeeding, but just lift my shirt up. When you're breastfeeding, you don't want anything tight on your breasts because it can cause clogged ducts. 
and issues with um, the milk flowing naturally. So you don't want anything that's going to be pushing tightly on your breasts, but anything that you, I mean, I, I would slip down whatever, like I didn't, I never bought like a nursing shirt or nursing top or anything like that. I would have my nursing bra or my nursing tank and then just layer on top of that. But I mean, there are lots of things now. I mean, back then they didn't have a lot of stuff. In the old days, there wasn't a lot of tops. But nowadays, I would walk up the hill both ways to nurse. (laughs) (laughs) But nowadays, there's a ton. Like you can, but it doesn't have to be that. You don't have to go out and buy all these like nursing outfits. Like anything you can just pull your boob out of is fine. And I'm sure your partner would love to help you um, think of ways to pull your boob out. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm thinking of that would be so cute is um, ballet sweaters. Oh, yeah. I wish they still had mine. That would be so cute. Yeah, any sort of wrap dress or wrap top or wrap anything would be really great because there's a lot of leeway and a lot of Mm -hmm. give on the top. Yeah, it's like those peasant, is it peasant or prairie or, you know, those like peasant style dresses, you know, it's like this stretchy in the middle and then the puffy arm. Oh yeah, that would work because you just pull it down under. Mm-hmm. And it'll look so chic. Yeah. And when you're getting dressed, if you're breastfeeding and you're going out, put the, put the top on, see if you can whip your boob out. And if not, just put it off to the side for when you're done breastfeeding and only have like the shirts that you know you can use in a certain section of your closet. So that way getting dressed is easy. You're not like searching through your clothes and you just have your little breastfeeding section of your closet. So it makes it fast. How soon are people going to feel, I mean, like, this is an impossible question probably, but like when are you kind of like feeling well enough to go out after having a baby? That is so subjective. I think it depends on what happened in your birth. It depends on how much help you have after you gave birth. It depends on just how you feel about taking care of your baby by yourself. Because sometimes that can feel a little scary. Going out the first time can feel overwhelming or even terrifying to some people. So I think easing into it, not putting too much pressure on yourself to be one way or the other and not going too long to where you're like terrified to leave your house, but taking baby steps, you know, like going out for a walk one day and then going out to get a coffee and then going out to go shopping. And you, if you're feeling nervous about going out with your baby, you can take those little baby steps to where you're, you're not going out for too long, but it's enough to kind of get comfortable how to work all your baby gear Um, practicing ahead of time with baby gear can be really helpful too before you leave your house. Um, So that just all depends. I can't really, I don't want to answer that because I don't want somebody to be like, I'm supposed to be out of the house by now, you know, because it's just whenever you Mm -hmm. feel like you can do it, whenever you feel confident and comfortable to do it. But I will say, don't wait too long because it can become like an issue. Like I can't leave. I'm too scared. You know what I mean? Like you get too comfortable staying home. Yeah. So if you do Mm -hmm. feel like you're starting to feel scared, just take little baby steps, but there's no time where you have to be out of the house. Okay. So we've talked a lot about like new mom outfit tips. Is there any tips you have? I feel like a lot of our moms are expecting. So any phase where like your body's changing every day, 
I like you put on jeans one day, one week later, they are not buttoning anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like any tips on how to like dress for an ever changing body? Yeah. So my tip is my first pregnancy, I tried to stay in my regular pants as long as possible. I was like, oh, I don't want to buy maternity pants. Like, oh, they're so expensive. I'm only going to wear them for, you know, a couple months. And I bought these like bands that would like hold your jeans together with, or like put a rubber band around the button and stuff. And like it did all these things to keep my regular pants. The second I bought maternity pants, my whole life changed. And it was so much more comfortable. <laughs> And so my second pregnancy, the second I found I was pregnant, I just moved to maternity jeans because it's just not worth like being so uncomfortable. And it really does make a difference. Also, if you haven't bought maternity underwear, go for it. It's worth it. (laughs) You'll use them postpartum too for a little while. So yes, it's a little bit of an expense that seems kind of frivolous, but it makes such a difference in your comfort. Um, also getting your nursing bras earlier because your breasts do fluctuate so much during pregnancy. So getting a nursing bra can help. They're super comfortable. They're stretchy. They'll kind of like adjust with the size of your breasts. That's super comfy. I definitely recommend getting those. If you're looking for some really practical and comfy options, I would check out Kindred Bravely. They have a lot of super soft, super practical very comfortable things you can wear during pregnancy and postpartum. They even have it like organized, like this is for pregnancy, this is for postpartum and all that stuff. So I definitely check them out. They do have like bras and underwear and clothes, pajamas, everything you'll need for maternity clothing. And their sales are really good. So check out the sales section if you're on a budget too. And I'll put the link down in the show notes if you want to check them out. What's the difference between a regular pair of underwear and pregnancy underwear? They just have like a scoop in the belly part. So they come super low under your belly. So you don't have any elastic on your stomach or anything like that. And it just feels so much better. So when you're um, not pregnant, does your bush hang out the top? (laughs) (laughs) When you're pregnant, your bush probably hangs out the top because it's hard to shake because you can't see it. That's so cute. Yeah, I mean, they're not like sexy undies or anything. Like, they're not like very attractive, but they're just so comfortable. And so it was worth it for me to have those. And then I think, I think just like giving into the maternity clothing life, like it just makes it comfortable and it will grow with you. So you can get it when you are first pregnant and just wear it the whole time. You're going to grow. Yeah, your pants are going to grow. Maybe buy them a little looser, but it's just so much more comfortable to wear maternity clothes when you're pregnant. And I think a lot of people try to keep wearing their regular clothes and like trying to make them fit or, you know, wear certain styles that might fit your belly, but it really is so much more comfortable just to wear maternity clothes. And I guess it makes sense. Like, I mean... I would probably be like, oh, yeah, I want to stay in my clothes as long as possible because maternity clothes are so expensive. But by buying them earlier, you get more use out of them. So, Yeah, and I mean, there is a chance that you might have to upgrade a size towards the end of your pregnancy or you could buy, you know, stretchy leggings for the end of your pregnancy or just something loose 
and just plan on wearing that for the end. But it does feel so much better, I guarantee. You're already so uncomfortable. Just your body might as well not add to it. For sure. Yeah, building a human. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it really is. So just lean into it because we can't fight it. We can't change it. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be really, really hard. Lean in. and That's all you can do. <laughs> okay. I have one last question about getting ready fast. What is in your baby go bag? Oh, Other, like otherwise bag? known as diaper bag. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, what is a baby go bag? <laughs> okay. In your baby go bag. Well, I have a free planner pack that in that has a bunch of packing lists, has a diaper change, diaper bag list, um, hospital planning list, all of that stuff. Um, you can find it at supportedseason.com or you can um, DM me on Instagram at supported underscore season. But it has like a checklist of everything you need. I will say that sometimes people forget to put in things for them, for the adults, because babies are going to poop on you, throw up on you, pee on you, all that stuff. You're going to need a change of clothes as well. You're going to need snacks, especially if you're breastfeeding and you're going to need your water and snacks to keep you nourished and hydrated because that's very important for your milk supply. Um, so yeah, I think just don't forget about what you're going to need is, is my tip. But if you want the, the packing list and all that stuff, um, go to supportedseason.com and you can get the free planner pack. Cool. Okay. I mean, I think I learned a lot. Did you? Cool. I'll, maybe I'll do a video of me getting ready and put it on Instagram. And it's not in fast mode. <laughs> you don't want it in fast mode? You just want it in regular mode? No. Well, I was just saying, like, when people watch it, they're going to think that you're moving at, like, 3x speed. Oh. <laughs> that's how fast you move. <laughs> yeah. What are our tips? Let's do a recap. One, multitasking products. Okay. If it doesn't do a bunch of stuff, throw it away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you want products that do multiple things. Um, two, find your uniform or practice your makeup uniform, your hair uniform, your clothing uniform. So that way it's really fast to just get it done in the morning. Three, make sure that your style is cute and makes you feel good, but is also functional and practical. Four, get maturity clothes. It's worth it. And you can wear them afterwards because it takes your body a while to get back in shape, like a long time, and that's okay. <laughs> Five, make sure you pack stuff for yourself as well as stuff for your baby because babies are messy and you're going to need stuff too. Don't forget to take care of yourself. Those are our get ready tips. Get ready quick tips for moms and pregnant people. We hope you guys learned a lot or learned a little at least and had a good time hanging out with us. We had a great time hanging out with you. We hope that you join us next Wednesday. Um, we will probably be virtual again, but we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully my kids stop getting sick all the time. <laughs> I know. I want them to not be sick. I miss everybody so much. I know. Me too. But anyway, we're so glad you guys are joining us. We hope that if you like it, you subscribe. Make sure you leave us a comment. We love hearing from you. Uh, preferably five stars, but like, be honest, we need to know the truth. 
And we would just love to hear from you guys. Leave us a comment, subscribe so you get a notice every time a new episode comes up because you don't want to miss this. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya.